Get ready to quit the build. The QTB crew is rounding up all the gaming news and hot topics of the week with a little extra something. And here are your hosts, Bruno and Nick. What it do? Welcome to the QTB podcast. We're so glad you could join us. My name is Bruno, and with me, as always, is my childhood friend and co-host, Nick, now batting Mike Piazza. Mike Piazza. Okay, so for everybody, it was just a matter of time. I can't believe, really, we've gone 21 episodes without mentioning this. We are big fans of the movie Kung Fury. Or I'm sorry, not, uh, Kung Pao, Enter the Fist. Um, Kung Pao, yeah. Yeah, and I, I get my Kungs mixed up. And uh, that's, uh, that's a scene from that where the where the villain is like in this big open room, and it's like echoey, and he's like, Hello, evil council, now batting Mike Piazza. Which if you were not born, you know, before, around the same time we were, you're going to be like, who? Who? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I'm doing it's a good, man. Baseball player. <laughs> yeah, baseball. So this, the sports ball, as they say. He was a sports player. He was a sports ball player. Yeah, we have. Uh, I am. I am surprised. Twenty one episodes. We are. I want to say we are. First of all, you're listening to Honduras's number one gaming podcast for a week. For a week. And <laughs> we want to give a huge shout out to our uh, Canadian uh, bros, the Canucks up there, because you guys seem to really enjoy us too. And we really, we just, we appreciate your support. So thank you everyone who has been uh, tuning in, listening, and just uh, showing your support. It does mean the world to us. Um, and you know, Nick, I got to tell you every month, we're doing something special for our lis- listeners. Yep. I know you know this, but we're we're teaming up with Pierce Unlimited to give away a special gaming merch uh, pack that that just celebrates our our listeners. So we want you guys to go ahead and subscribe to us wherever you uh, listen to podcasts, but preferably on Apple Podcasts. And we're going to be selecting somebody who writes us a review. And now we're looking for honest reviews here. We're not just looking for, you know, hey, we want to, you know, be entered into this contest. Like we want you to, you know, listen to our con- content and, um, you know, we want to, we're doing this as a, as a fan service to you guys. So uh, if you can listen to the episode, share them with your friends, and then go on Apple Podcasts and write us a review. And you're going to be entered every month to get a special uh, gaming merch, uh, exclusive gaming merch pack from Pierce Unlimited. Um, and today's episode, as always, was sponsored by Pierce Unlimited for marketing media that works and bespoke design to power your business. Visit PierceUnlimited.com. So, Nick. With all that said, I know we've got an intense episode. What are the what do we have in store for the listeners today? Well, coming up, we're going to be talking about the uh, Fortnite uh, season two, uh, rather uh, was it a chapter season two chapter six um, of uh, the the new the new chapter coming up and all the cool stuff that's going to be coming along with that. We got the trailer for oh, that, yeah. and of course, the oh, yeah. season pass has been revealed. A lot of people are talking about it. Definitely, some things worth going over with that. Also, we're going to be later talking about the uh, many updates that we've had for Game Pass, as if the Bethesda you know, drop and the Outriders news of being available day one wasn't enough. There's there's even more <laughs> coming down the pipeline and some things that have already been implemented. Um, and also, an update about that Grand Theft Auto story we were talking about, about the guy 
that had discovered that uh, that fix that increased the load time. A very happy ending to that story. And also in the bonus round today, we have a very special guest or guests rather, Tom and Chris from the One Hour One Decision podcast talking about their very unique show where they take a random game from Game Pass and play it for exactly one hour, then decide if it's worth uh, pursuing further or if they should stop playing it altogether. Very interesting interview. Stay tuned for that. Uh, Just a few quick things to go over. Number one, I got to give a big shout out to our friends at podthreads.com. They sell uh, podcast-themed merchandise of like, I'd, l- I'd rather be listening to podcasts as one of the uh, one of the shirts. <laughs> and I'll tell you, I'm, 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 I'm definitely one of those people. Uh, and, yep. um, and the cool thing is that they will kind of champion a certain uh, podcast that has a really good cause, um, and they will have a portion of their proceeds directly support that podcast. So uh, shout out to them. Uh, we are we are big fans, and yeah. they've, been, uh, they've been big supporters of our podcast, and so we want to definitely reciprocate that. So check them out at podthreads.com. And also, nice. I uh, I did promise that whoever followed us uh, after I put an announcement out yesterday, um, up until the time that we recorded this, they would get a quick shout out. So Bruno, here comes the list. Hang on. Yep. The Scotch and Sports Podcast. We've got Mustache Manatee, Cowboy Mustache. from Head to Head Podcast, Dumplin' <laughs> Arts, who is uh, an amazing illustrator. Check them out. Dumplin' oh, Arts. Nice. No G. Dumplin'. Like chicken and dumplings. Dumplin'. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Retro Camara, Chamara. I don't know. Correct me on Twitter. Uh, Madoka yep. Studios, the Inner Idiot Podcast, Vincent Akampora. <laughs> That's a fun name. That's fun to say. Uh, Rissa. We've got the Tree of Life. SMT ninety Bruno. That's Tim. Hi Tim. That's Tim. That's yeah. Tim. Hi Tim. Hey Tim. Uh, Kara Bows. We got Sven Magnus. Uh, Games Sven. from Earth. I, Sven. I love. I love the name Sven. I, I, I love. <laughs> I, I just love saying the word Sven. It's just that simple. Right. Also, Chat Smash, Jason Miller, and the Friday Night Music Party. Thank you guys so much for following our Twitter. Woo! We appreciate it. We've been getting a lot of support and love on Twitter, and we love we love uh, chatting with you guys about the podcast. That's one of the best things about it. So th- thanks so much for following us there uh, at Quit the Build. So, Bruno, let's hop right into the news. So the big story um, that just broke, of course, uh, was it yesterday, I believe, as of us recording yep. this, is Fortnite Season 2 chapter six so of course the zero the zero point event kind of has been coming to a, a close with this chapter mm-hmm. and of course agent jonesy's been doing all these uh these interesting things there's been all sorts of mysteries to uncover um and he finally oh, yeah. kind of sprung into action and said you know i'm gonna take matters into my own hands i know a lot of yep. people were really hyped because they figured out that the the stuff that he was wearing in that trailer he's got like ryu's headbands um he's got like batman's and like his glove. glove right and like a <laughs> snake eyes tattoo and like all these little things that were <laughs> nods to other people that he he brought in right Best to help armor yeah yeah with with the event um and so um you know we finally get to see uh, Jonesy spring into action and of course with that comes uh the the new chapter of Fortnite so what were your impressions of this I loved it I waited all night and by all night I meant until one a.m. because it uh, <laughs> released at one a.m. on on the uh, West Coast and I immediately jumped in and I was I, I loved it so I the community always expect something big for every transition of of from season to season. Sometimes we get these really 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 big events like we did last season with this with Galactus and this one m- might be a little underwhelming for people um who have have been to some of the other events, but I really liked it. So it starts off with this cinematic that that Fortnite has been p- posting everywhere. You'll you'll see it it starts with uh, Jonesy on the battle bus. 
And essentially, he's running through the middle of the map and he's attacked by different characters from from the universe that he's brought in. There's Alien, Terminator, and he's trying to get what looks like this rift rift ball to the center of the map where this giant anomaly orb has been. And I mean, it's, it's a star studded trailer, Nick, we've got predator in there. Yeah. Um, Kratos from God of war. Uh, as soon as master chief showed up, I was like, woo. Unfortunately, Ryu does throw a Hadouken and kills Peely. Um, Turns and him into that's rather, yeah, puree. So this is not the first time that he uh, that Peely's had to die. In one of the previous seasons, uh, Jonesy had to eat him, yeah. and then he turned uh, the remaining bits of him into a smoothie for a backpack. And he also had like um, a, a banana peel cape, right? You know, which was kind of morbid, uh, made but... out of the skin. Yeah, it really is when you think yeah. about it. But they're that's that's the like Fortnite motto. The, yeah. the Fortnite motto is don't think too much about it. Like it just it is what it is. So. So yeah, I'm 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 excited about this. I mean, I'm so listen. I'm a Fortnite person. You can you can hate on me all you want, but I do. I really like Fortnite, and I I like to have fun in a video game. So I don't play the building game. I don't build Taj Mahal's when I'm trying to you know fight somebody. If somebody does that, I just build a ceiling above me, and I'm right. like, uh-uh, when, you whenever come you're down ready, here. whenever you're ready, yeah. <laughs> whenever I'll, I'll you're be, ready, I'll, I'll be, be down here. Yeah, that's the way to go. <laughs> I'm not playing that, sir. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, what was the, for you, like what in the trailer, like really stuck out or what was something that you were like, oh man, look at that. You know, cause there's been a couple trailers. There's the, there's the, like the story trailer that we posted on uh, our Facebook page, quit the build. And then there's also like the battle pass overview, which goes over some of the stuff you get and things like the wolves and whatnot. But what, what through there really, you know, just sparked your interest. Well, you know, one of the reasons why I am a big Smash fan is not necessarily the game of Smash itself, but just the idea of having all of these different IPs and different characters kind of being in this shared universe, you know, like yeah. uh, um, in the, in the, I think it was the Super Smash Brothers Brawl, which was for the original Wii, there was like this really cool story mode where all of these characters were working together to overcome this threat. And like, you know, you had, you had like, like, like Solid Snake working next to Yoshi and like all these absurd, <laughs> absurd matchups but and, and and at the time it's like well only smash can pull this off and that was such a cool part of it was seeing these characters in the in this universe and, and having real storytelling rather than well they're just here because reasons and <laughs> just I, because yeah and i love that this is kind of the first time that i can think of where since fortnite is now really embracing these crossovers um more at, at a rapid pace you know this whole this whole chapter has been about that and the season's been about that it's been really cool to see a cinematic like that where you have yeah. like this, yeah, this, this crazy battlefield uh, and, and, and Jonesy having to make his way through, which is cool by itself. But yeah, like just seeing master chief out there, just laying down some, 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 some suppressive fire. It's like, <laughs> like, Oh my gosh. Like, I can't believe we got here. So yeah, you know, it, it's that, that's easily my favorite part about it. And is what, what's definitely brought my eye to Fortnite more than usual is, you know, what are the next uh, crossovers are going to be? And Hey, speaking of crossovers, we've got some new ones that we have discovered are going to be a part of this, 
new chapter. Um, the three big ones oh, that I could yeah. find, of course, Lara Croft from Tomb Raider. Yeah. Yeah, both, what? both the Can modern both... and classic skins. Yes. So, yes, they not only have, like, the, the modern skin, but they also have her, like, modern outfit as well. And then they have that classic Lara skin from, like, the early PlayStation days when, uh, you know, proportions for faces weren't really that considered. We were like, we don't need yeah. – we don't need proportions for actual human characteristics. We can get away with this weird oblong face yeah. and and pointy pointy like. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like if Tesla made boobs. Yes. That's what that's what it would, would look, look like. like. Right. <laughs> that's that, that's a comparison that took what twenty years plus in order to be possible. But uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those polygons, man. You gotta you gotta save somewhere. Yeah, I mean. There's, there's, so I obviously with, with these, these additions of the continued crossover, they've realized like, this is really our bread and butter. This is how we need to move the story along. And, uh, it, it just opens up the possibilities to have absolutely really any character in the game. And it's funny. I follow, um uh a she's now a um a developer and writer for Santa Monica Studios her name is Alana Pierce and she was originally a uh a, a correspondent for IGN and she you know doesn't play a lot of Fortnite so she jumped in the other day and and she uh you know streamed her 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 experience on Twitch and the one thing she said was your game has all the games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it really does. Like yeah. we have it all. We have and it's so interesting because we're you know we're talking later on with uh special guests for the um bonus round for our um our bonus round segment and um you know they mentioned that you know when you have kids sometimes kids really like a certain IP and they only want to play something because because that because of that IP like Spider-Man or Batman and so for Fortnite to be able to bring in all these different IPs and to have you run around as Master Chief or Lara Croft like it's amazing it's amazing and if you don't feel like that you can always run around as a giant chicken a giant chicken man with um with a shell as a helmet i yeah. mean that's one of the <laughs> one of the uh, characters his name is Cluck and he looks like he's going to be perfect for Easter, which is just around the corner. That's so right. I'm I'm always excited, Nick, whenever a new season comes out, because as an artist, I, f I feel like this is where Fortnite shines. Fortnite shines in the cosmetic department and, you know, love them or hate them. They're killing they're killing it right now in terms mm -hmm. of like what's added to games in terms of a cos cosmetic. And, you know, at the end of the day, cosmetics, I think, are the perfect way to support a video game that you like because the return on investment for these game companies is ridiculously high for something like... Yeah you know, Lara Croft to add that to the game, you know, but you're also showcasing artwork. You're showcasing someone's artwork. Some, some 3d modeler had to get out there and actually add her to the game. And, you know, a tester had to come along and make sure that the skin functioned properly. So 
as much as we like to see these little instances as like, oh, that's nice that they added this. There's there are people behind this work. And I think it's important to recognize that. And so, you know, moving forward with video games, we're going to see these types of battle passes continue to infiltrate uh, video games for better or worse. And like you've said, that might hurt us. You know, that might hurt some people in the future because they might be like, you know, I don't I don't feel like I want to spend the sixty dollars on this game and then have to spend another $60 on a battle pass. So for Fortnite to be free and then offer that that value added proposition is really amazing. So definitely. I mean, what do you think was there what's what's out of all the crossovers that we've seen, Nick, what's the one that you've been like that's my jam right there or are you still waiting for one? My my thing is, you know, especially seeing Ryu um and and Chun-Li in there, you know, that opens up the door for Capcom. Um, so oh, there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of Capcom characters that obviously, you know, I want to see, they'd be, it'd be crazy, but also weird to see Mega Man holding an assault rifle. But, um, you can say oh. that about just about any character, right? Um, what? yeah, that's that what I'm saying. That would be amazing. Oh, and they already have that, like, they already have that, like, cell shaded anime look. Yes. So mm-hmm. I feel like they could, they could easily get him in there. Yeah. Like, oh. Bro, Nessie, now, now, see, every time I feel like, oh, I've got every character I want in Fortnite, someone mentioned something new, and now I want Mega Man. Oh, we've dreamt <laughs> up all sorts of wacky stuff, right? We did the Office crossover, and now, uh, now oh, Mega yeah. Man. It's like, oh, there's just there's oh, so yeah. many possibilities, and nothing's off the table. But I think Master Chief was probably the biggest shock for me of like, wow, yeah. that's, that, and and for you too, obviously. Like, I mean, it's, yeah, it's one that definitely. you you kind of expected, but at the same time, it's like, man, that's. That's a that's an IP that is held very closely by Microsoft and for good reason. Um, yeah. So for them to to manage to get him in the game like that, you know, fighting alongside you know PlayStation staples like Kratos, um, is is like <laughs> never thought you'd see it. <laughs> of all the places like Fortnite, like if you had said that like five years ago, like that's that's where they're gonna show down. Um, is 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 just beyond cool. So, but also you know it's not just about the crossovers this season. There's a lot of new mechanics and components that are, are typical of new chapters. Um, that yeah. this one will have. So one of the the interesting ones that the season is uh, is is primal themed. Um, and one of the big things is that there's going to be a new crafting component that's added. Now, I don't know, you know, when they start like dreaming this stuff up of like, Hey, what's the next chapter going to be about mechanically speaking, especially with the success of Valheim, you know, survival style games are very much, um, uh, on people's palate right now. Um, so I think it's very wise of them to incorporate this. So basically you'll have the ability to use the resources that you've gathered to create makeshift weapons like bows, um, using like salvage technology. And I'm sure there'll be some certain items that you can only make through this crafting system. I kind of like that. I I like the idea of, you know, maybe I need to drop somewhere. I want to drop somewhere that's a little more remote. Um, and I want to stay off the radar. Oftentimes you're at the mercy of, well, if I drop in this cabin here and all I get is, you know, some bandages and, and a grenade, it is what it is. (laughs) I I do like that. Like, okay, well, if I have a tree, I potentially have a bow, um, that at least I have some kind of weapon that if I needed to, I could defend myself. And I think it's really going to complement the stealth gameplay styles. Like we talked about Mm -hmm. the the many different ways you can win a game of Fortnite. Stealth is one of them. I mean, a bow is going to be a quiet weapon. I've enjoyed trying to use the crossbow style weapons before in, in, in these BR games because I like the element of surprise that it brings. Um, so I could definitely see myself being, uh, in in my Bush Ranger outfit, hang, you know, hanging out with a, with a bow and arrow, (laughs) um, just, just 
because like on any kind of gun, even with a good like skin, like stands out like a sore thumb even inside a, a bush. So yeah. I think I'll be definitely be rocking the you know the wood bow and arrow if that's if that's possible. Also, they added animals that will be roaming around yes. the islands, and it's it's little things like that that like it doesn't sound like it's going to be major, but it will be. Like when they put the shark in the you know the, the that one uh, chapter, yeah, um, the way that kind of yeah. oh, changed yeah, things still up. Around. He's still swimming around like a like a bastard. I tell you, because <laughs> sometimes you're just trying to mind your own business, fish, and then you're like, "Oh, look, I'm fishing!" And then up comes the shark, and you can hear it. It's like Jaws themed yeah. music, like dun dun dun. And this guy jumps out of the of the the ocean and just like <laughs> launches himself yeah. Sharknado style right towards your face, right? And you're just thinking to yourself, "What am I playing?" <laughs> Oh, I've asked myself that many times playing Fortnite. Like, what what is happening? Am I trying to win this, or like, (laughs) it's a little, it's a little better now that it's not like you. The 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 goals that they give you are kind of run like counter to like what you actually need to do to win the game. I think they've done a better job of that because there has been some chapters where it's like, okay, here's here's your objectives for the week, and it'll be like, you know, go here and do these specific things that may not necessarily be conducive to winning. They still do that, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I yeah, think yeah. they've done better at at having having it be more about the battle royale and less about like here are these 25 little distractions that you can get yourself into while you're on the island and just relegate that to like social modes. But uh yeah, so that's that's going to be the uh the kind of the, the season in a nutshell. So uh that is our chapter rather. I always get my chapters and seasons confused. Um <laughs> so you, you can check that out now. I know we we certainly will be. And uh yeah, well oh, lo- definitely. lots more to talk about. We've got to talk about the uh the Xbox Game Pass updates and more right after this. <laughs> back it is 6 47 p.m somewhere out there and we hope you're listening still we've got some amazing amazing news for you amazing gaming news and it feels like we're talking about this every week but uh there's it's because there's something new added every week and and nick this is no exception we got the more Xbox Game Pass updates. Tell them about it. It's just week after week of of just these. And I, like I've been saying, I really think it's been a an intentionally coordinated thing of like, hey, here's how we're going to kind of control the next gen narrative of with, with Game Pass of like, let's stagger out these announcements right here, 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 here. So yeah. that for like a solid month, you know, these people are talking about Game Pass and boy, Bruno, <laughs> is it working. Um, I've been seeing a lot of ads yeah. for it as well, you know, on things that I've been watching about the, the Bethesda acquisition. And before we get into that you know specific news i do want to say because i, I want to make clear about our show um I, i'm sure we have a lot of people listening who are big playstation fans to, to, yep. to be clear we, we talk about the news you know we, we're here to yep. and we, we made that clear from episode one of whether it's pc yep. e- we even had an episode talking about mobile games you know an entire segment yep. about that um and it, it's more about just what's in the news right now you know and right now yep. what's in the news is is xbox and yep. you know <laughs> it, it's it, it is what it is if, if you're a if you're a playstation you know like a hardcore like that's what you do is, is, is buy playstation and support them only yeah you're, you're probably having a bad month in terms of just 
most people will be getting hyped about another console. Yeah, I feel like they've had their, you know what I mean? They've had their hype. They had their hype leading up. Like yeah. PlayStation, you know, PlayStation 5 is still outselling Xbox. Like, so right. let's not, you know, let's, you know, not mm-hmm. jump the gun on that or out there. And we we had, like you said, we had a whole episode where we went over uh, PlayStation, uh, the PlayStation uh, Now or whatever, whatever it's called, PlayStation. The State of Play. Um, the State of Play. That's what mm-hmm. it was. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we we talk about all that stuff. And so I feel like PlayStation has had its time to shine and really, really has done that. Mm-hmm. And now Xbox is kind of catching back up. And that's what we're seeing. I think we're seeing their 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 turn at what they've got in store yeah. for gamers. And it just happens to be pretty exciting. You know, mm-hmm. with with PlayStation, it's it's a long investment. You know, I've always said that, like, it's a very long investment. You know, you get these games that are announced for PlayStation very, very, very early that has people jump on board. But, you know, we're still waiting on Spider-Man for Avengers. And, you know, we waited for Last Guardian through two console cycles, you know, for it to actually come to fruition. So it's not like there's not a payoff. It's just a longer investment for PlayStation owners. And right now there's an immediate like value for the game pass and they continue to update it. Right. Right. Yeah. And you know, to be fair, PlayStation now has had some news drop. I believe just recently they, they um, upgraded their streamer planning to, to 1080p. Every, every platform is seeing, is starting to see the value except Nintendo uh, for game streaming. Um, So it's just a, (laughs) you know, it's just a matter of time. I think until, until we, we get all these platforms to a point where the, the infrastructure is really there to make it work. But um, yeah, so let's get into the news. So the game pass updates, so we now have what's, uh, and we, they've been talking about this for a while, but it finally got implemented, which is the frame rate boost, the FPS boost feature, where yeah. certain games um, will either have it patched in or it's patched, but you have to go in like the settings and toggle it on if you have an Xbox Series X or Series uh, series S or X, um, you will be able to activate this this frame rate boost um, on certain compatible games. And I think it, it kind of launched in tandem with the big Bethesda drop, right? The, the 20 or so games are like, oh, hey, by the way, once the hype yeah. started to die down from that, they're like, oh, hold on, round two. You know, games like Skyrim <laughs> and Fallout 76 um, now have the ability to play in 60 frames a second. Now, I'll, I'll tell you this much, Bruno. We've talked about how it's tough to make the jump to next gen for a lot of people because the games aren't there. But I will say this, taking all of these games and saying, hey, you upgrade, you're going to get double the frame rate, you know, in addition to those crazy yeah. load times and all those great perks that come with the hardware. It starts to become a better proposition. You know, if you had asked me before I heard about the frame rate boost for like Fallout 76, a game that I love playing on Xbox One, but I, I just, the 30 frames a second, it definitely, I feel it sometimes, especially when I jump yeah. to a game that, that plays in 60 and then come back to the 30 there, um, where I, I definitely will reconsider how long I'm going to put it off knowing that I have that immediate payoff of games in my library are going to not just load faster, but also perform substantially better with, with double frame rate and look better. Yeah. Yeah. And I've said that, you know, uh, over the last like five years or so, I've kind of become a frame rate snob in that I just love the way that a 60 frame per second game feels. And it's really gotten to a point where if I, if I play a 60 frame per second game for long enough and I go back into a game that's 30, boy, I feel it. 
Um, and when you yeah, need really. precision or, you know, like a, it's a platformer or like a, you know, a Twitch based shooter, that 30 frames, man, it, it, it has an impact on your performance. There's a reason why oh, pros go to the lowest settings, right? So, yeah. um, you know, I, I, I definitely see where people are getting hyped. So not just Bethesda titles, also the outer worlds, um, had a 60 frame per second update. Um, if you, if you have those next gen consoles, um, it yeah. is just, and that's just part one, but what are yeah. your thoughts on the, on the frame rate update? Well, I mean, you're right. I think frame rate is something that it, it gets overlooked, but once you're looking at it side by side, it's very noticeable. And if you're mainly playing games that are 30 frames a second, it might be a little jarring when you go up to 60 frames, but you know, when you're playing something competitive, like any type of shooter or any multiplayer, uh, game that requires you to maybe peek around corners or something. I think about uh, Valorant and how it's kind of like this CSGO type thing. If the frame, if you're playing with different frame rates there, it's the matter of life and death, yep. you know, for you in the game. Because mm -hmm. at 60 frames a second, you're going to see way, you know, you're going to see a person essentially emerge from a corner 30 frames before than you <laughs> than you would if it was 30 frames a second. So those types of little things add up and it's it's something that the pros you're right have recognized and all those little things, you know, add up to a uh, a problem if you're if you're like, well, you know, I'm just going to play on 30 frames a second on my potato PC and then the graphics are bad and I've got a bad monitor. It's like you're already hurting yourself in, you know, in your competitive stride to to compete against these these people that are are playing in a different world, essentially. Like they might they're well playing be. a different yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> they're playing a different game than you. Mm -hmm. And so, um, it's something that I've, you know, for one, have, who have always been into competitive shooters. It's something that I love to see an update of, of frame rate. And like you, like we've talked about before, if, you know, game pass aside, game pass aside, PlayStation now aside, there aren't really a lot of exclusive games out right now for PlayStation or for um, Xbox that are must-haves. Like I've got to have the console for this game, right? Um, and that will that that will change definitely. That will that will one hundred percent change as yeah. time goes on. But as of right now, the best that you're hoping for is improvements to your current game library. So like you said, if we're if we know that we're going to get faster load times and then on top of that we're also getting a frame rate boost and then maybe a graphic slider for like, you know, do you want performance or do you want uh ultra graphics? Those types of things will are much you know, easier to upgrade and be like, okay, well, I was going to wait, like you said, but now mm -hmm. I've got to do my hunting and make sure yeah. that I, uh, that I actually get one. So, I mean, it, 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 it changes my perspective. I I've always said like when I play games like Skyrim of like, man, I, 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 I feel how I could get immersed into this, but man, I want to experience it with more than 30 frames a second. Um, and I'm just not willing to, you know, play on PC or upgrade my PC to the point where that would be viable. So, uh, I'm definitely yeah. in that crowd where I, I'm seeing a lot of games start to utilize this this boost, and it's definitely uh, definitely making me keep my eye on the uh, the restocks, um, you know, to see if uh, if I'm 
if I'm ever lucky enough to snag one. I haven't seen a lot of people on Twitter, both for the, the PS5 and the Xbox uh, Series S and X, that uh, have, have you know been kind of waiting for their turn, and they're, they're getting lucky. So maybe maybe one of these days um, it'll, it'll happen. <laughs> but also, of course, other games, big games, have been announced um, that are, are coming or are already on um, Xbox Game Pass, as if you know the lineup hasn't been crazy enough. Everyone, of course, yeah. was talking about Outriders getting added, but also uh, some big games also coming down the pipe, two of which... Uh, one of which I've actually I'm actually playing right now, which is Undertale. So yeah, Undertale has been ported to pretty much every other console that I can think of. Uh, Switch, PlayStation, obviously the game originally premiered on PC, and it finally made it to Xbox. But not only that, but it made it as a Game Pass title. And I'll tell you something, I have been meaning to get through this game i just posted on twitter about like some of the you know one of the wild encounters i had where it's like oh you you encounter this ice monster and jerry uh, of just like (laughs) the game is so is so absurd like the comedy factor is amazing especially for a game with no dialogue or rather no audio dialogue it's all text-based but it's a game that i never finished the first time around um and i i i've been beating myself up about that because i'll tell you bruno people who are passionate about the, the undertale fan base and the fan base of toby fox the guy who made the game by himself by the way programming music all of it it is a one-man band um and and just the the heartfelt way that he presents the game and gives you this emotional connection to the world around you um and gives you the option of like literally like killing everybody in the game like it's it's the the the, the option the options you can take bruno are nuts you can go full like passive where you make it your goal to kill nobody like you have to like every monster encounter in the game now you've piqued my interest that i can kill everyone i'm like let's do this well but yeah like kill everyone like it starts to get dark like your friends in the game or like people who are close to you like start coming after you like to stop you and like it's i won't spoil it but it's it gets weird and the passive run is funny because that's one of the coolest things about under tale is that they have this mechanic where if you want to be passive you still run into monsters in the wild but you have to find ways to just get them to leave you alone (laughs) so that you don't hurt them (laughs) like there's a jelly monster that you know he's like wiggling right and to to make to make him go away (laughs) you have to you have to flirt with him by wiggling back and if you wiggle back, oh, he'll, nice. he'll be like, "Oh, well, wiggle, 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 wiggle," and he's like, "Okay, you know, you're, you're cool." <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah. it's like, uh, like a David Attenborough. We see the young wiggler wiggling now to wiggle his <laughs> way into the wiggler's heart. <laughs> I love it. If his wiggle yeah. is wiggly enough, he will wiggle his way yes. into having little wigglers <laughs> that wiggle all over. Have you ever seen uh, Z. Frank? Z. E. Frank. He does those like nature documentaries with that super deep voice of like absurd stuff. And he's always like, and that is how the wiggler do. <laughs> it's, it's really good. I'll, no. I'll, yeah, I'll send you some. Now I gotta look it up. Oh, it's so good. Z.E. Frank, the guy is hilarious. Um, but yeah, really cool game. And I'm glad that it came to Game Pass. I'm definitely going to be completing it on Xbox. Um, but also um, Octopath Traveler, which is a really cool kind of return to that old school style RPG um from the perspective of eight different characters and it's a game that i had been thinking about buying for a while and it seems to be a recurring theme for me with with game pass of a game will come to game pass and i'll be like oh that's great that was a game that i was thinking about buying or just waiting for it to go on like a deep discount sale like 75 percent plus and now it's on game pass and it's just like man they're just 
I'm telling you, anybody with a gaming budget, you know, you you there's no way you're not looking at what Game Pra what Game Pass is offering in terms of just what you're getting now and what you know you're going to be getting getting later because a- any company that Microsoft acquires and they will acquire more, I'm sure. Um, oh, yeah. you're getting you're getting yourself access to uh, whatever their catalog is going to be pretty much, you know, day 1 of that acquisition. So you know, big big news there for Game Pass, and the hits just keep on coming. And I, I got to figure eventually we'll we'll have an episode where we're not talking about the new news about it. But uh, today is not that episode. And of course, <laughs> later on we are going to be talking with the guys from the uh, One Hour One Decision podcast in our bonus round about, and be talking even more about Perfect because their podcast literally revolves around around the Game Pass and how awesome it is. So we'll be getting into yeah. that. But one more story for today, Bruno, and this is a follow up for something we talked about a few episodes ago. So we had talked about how this 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 uh, kind of uh, community modder had figured out this yep. redundancy in the load uh, method for Grand Theft Auto Online, where it was loading yeah. this file, I was checking this file thousands and thousands, I think billions of times was the number that was getting billions thrown around. Billions of times, yeah. That was causing, <laughs> you know, it, when you load into GTA Online, it's like, a, depending on your rig, it could be up to like eight minutes. And they, by removing that redundancy and just making it check that file one time, like it should at the very end of the load, (laughs) the load time for some people was reduced by as much as 75%. Now, we had talked about at the end of that episode of like, hey, I hope, we hope that Rockstar steps up and does the right thing with the billions on billions on billions of dollars that Grand Theft Auto V has made them and hook this guy up. And Bruno, they did exactly that. So they have a, what's called a bounty program. Where if there's like a, a Rockstar game that you can find a major security vulnerability in, um, they will actually pay you to be like a white hat hacker of, of trying to find these problems and, and rather than exploit them, you know, bring them to their attention. And it's it's good to See, have that. I wish I wish I would have known that because I have literally found game breaking exploits in every single like iteration of a Rockstar game. For those of you who follow my YouTube channel in the past, like I found a dynamite exploit for Red Dead Redemption in friendly mode where you could kill people with dynamite. I found a building you could literally just walk into just the side of the building if you knew where to go. And then you could shoot people from inside the building and they couldn't shoot you back. Wasn't there that (laughs) one that for months. That one, I remember that one time and and you you were telling the story about the guy that you hogtied and then set dynamite next to him and like he he was like, like screaming until he was detonated. Yeah, I've done that. I've done that several times. And it just so happens that I I don't seek these out, but there were it just happened to be some little kids that were playing Red Dead Redemption. And they happened to give the best responses because he's like, oh, my gosh, he shot my horse. He's shooting my horse. (laughs) That's literally what this little kid sounded like. And I I mean, when some little kid comes on there and complains like that, you're just like, I just found mine. Yep, (laughs) New target for the day. (laughs) So (laughs) they had fun, too or else they would have left. But, That's right. <laughs> you know, so now, so you're telling me there's a bounty program. If you find uh, an exploit or, you know, like a, a vulnerability, you basically, you can submit it and they'll give you money. So is that kind of what they did for this guy? Essentially, yes. But I mean, what he did was not a, a vulnerability or a secu- like an exploit. But I guess what they, yeah. I guess they, they, they look at their options, right? And this is what we were saying of like, you yeah. got to look at the press behind this and realize that this guy has done you a major favor. So if yep. you're not going to take the time to do those quality of life passes, you, you got to recognize the people in the community who are doing them 
for you. And so they made a one-time <laughs> right. exception where even though it wasn't a, a security exploit, they said, we're still going to use this program to reward you for doing this. So they are going to be implementing his fix into a patch. Yep. And this guy is getting nice. a cool $10,000 from Rockstar wow. for, for his rewards, which if, if he spends those on shark cards, he can get like maybe one yacht or like two tanks. Good for you, dude. It's the big Good time for now. You. Yeah. They should definitely they should also definitely like put some type of Easter egg in the game for him or maybe just like, you know, name a character after him or something. I don't know. Yeah. You know, because you know, ten thousand dollars, although that's very nice and that's a nice little uh chunk of change, uh, it is exactly that for Grand Theft Auto, which we're talking, you know, we we've said this before, six what was it, six, seven billion dollars just on Grand Theft Auto five. The highest grossing so, single media like product of all time. Um, yeah. Right. Uh, is, is what they made off of this game. It's, it's yeah. Absurd. So $10,000 is like, you know, is like Jeff Bezos saying, okay, well, you know, I'm going to donate a hundred dollars to you. And I just want you to know yeah. that sincere heartfelt hundred dollars is coming from a place of love. Right. And you're just like, uh, okay. Yeah, thanks guy. But yeah, yeah. I, you know, <laughs> I, I, so I will say that, you know, it's, it's great that they acknowledged it. You know, we, we, we've talked about this before. If you are on a game, you agree to terms of terms of agreement, typically when you start a game and, I'm sure in that terms, in those terms of agreement, it covers something like hacking or modding or using something like, like that. Right. And so it, at the end of the day, they could have just been like, it's our property. You didn't have the right to mod it. And now we're going to use your, your idea and implement it and not give you anything. So they definitely could have done that. Mm -hmm. Although, you know, like I said, in today's, today's society of like having Twitter and people like actually come forward with this, not the best, you know, not the best press move to, to do that to your fan base that has gone out of their way to provide you oh. a service that has helped, you know, all the player base. It's just yeah. the entire player base is going to benefit from this. And the, the minute that I heard that they had something like this for PC made me want to have Grand Theft Auto for PC yeah. instead of Xbox because I'm like, oh, it does take so long to get online. Like it really does. Like I feel like booting it up now just so I can play in a, um, you know, two hours from now when I yeah. you know, regularly play video games. Like I'm going to boot the Xbox up now and start up uh, Grand Theft Auto online because it won't be ready for another 45 minutes like yeah. lasagna. And then God help you, you know? if you're like trying to play in a lobby with a friend and like you don't get in the right lobby or like there was always some oh. kind of hiccup that would be like, oh, yep. it didn't work. I have to load it again, you know. But yeah, you're right. It's 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 very cool. And this is this is a quality of life fix that's literally going to give more gameplay time to everybody playing the game. And that's that's such a cool thing right? and such a cool legacy, I think, for a single modder to provide to the game. And, you know, it's uh, you know, you're right. If, if this were like Nintendo. It would have just been like, here's a cease and not only will we not implement it, here's a cease and desist. Like, get out of here. <laughs> like, you can't do that. Here's a cease and desist, yeah. and we're not going to. We're terminating your account. We didn't think of it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, even if we had thought of it, we wouldn't have implemented it. We just would have thought of it. You know, we don't have, we don't have time for patches. So, three big stories just right there, but we've still got more to do, Bruno. Of course, in our bonus round segment for today, we sat down and talked to the guys from the One Hour, One Decision podcast about their, their show that's themed around Game Pass. Let's listen in now. 
And welcome to the bonus round where we interview all sorts of different gaming content creators. And we are really excited because we've been doing a lot of indie developer uh, interviews on the show, but this is the first time that we've actually had another podcast on the program. Uh, Super excited to introduce uh, Tom and Chris from the One Hour, One Decision podcast. Tom, Chris, how how you guys doing? Just fine and dandy. How are you guys doing? Doing well, doing well. And uh, yeah, we got we got me and Bruno here Woo! talking to you. Yeah. Normally it's just a thing. I, we said, let's let's get everybody together. Let's, let's get them all together. Two on two thing. Yep. And I thought it was especially important we bring Bruno in here because I, I don't think I've ever heard someone uh, that, that do a better job of selling the Xbox Game Pass <laughs> um, than Bruno has on this show. I could sell um, ice just... to an Eskimo and Game Pass to anyone because let's be honest, this it's it really is the best value proposition out there. I feel like yeah. for any for anybody that just like needs something to to have in their arsenal and they don't want to necessarily buy every little game that comes out there, but they just want a library of games to get started with. I mean, when we were kids, like I feel like that was our that was like the dad go to. To, right mm-hmm. the dad thing would be like i'm not we're not gonna buy you the new system we're gonna buy you the old system <laughs> from the you know from the uh the pawn shop it's gonna come with 60 games that kids have already played and they're yeah. tested and true you know they're tried and true little games and it's gonna be great and that was the better idea for the dads then but now dads can just be like we've got the game pass son welcome welcome to a world of games <laughs> So yeah, you know, every time he has a new rant, it's, it's incredible. It's like a it's like a door to door salesman where every pitch is new. Yep. I mean, the guy does, he, he can't stop. But so we wanted to bring you guys on because obviously, you know, with everything going on right now with Game Pass, it's it's in it's in the news. Like as a, as a news podcast, we are talking about Game Pass because everybody's talking about the, the new stuff. Um, so we thought, you know, hey, great great chance for you guys to talk about your podcast. So t- tell our listeners about your one hour one decision podcast. The premise of the show is we take 60 minutes and play a random game on Xbox Game Pass. And um, Tom and I decide if we want to keep playing the game because, you know, we are uh, older gamers and we don't have as much time as we did back in the, back in the day. So, uh, you know, we were just and Tom and I have, have, have a history. Uh, we've we've done stuff before we yep. we we actually were were um college roommates and we did a radio show back there too so oh, nice. um yeah so we 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 had so much fun doing it and i i randomly asked him one of these days like hey you want to do this i have this idea literally literally, literally thought about this because <laughs> uh, as bruno said there are a lot of games on game pass and for me i had the yeah. opposite reaction where i was like there's too many games i don't know what to do <laughs> So <laughs> too, many <laughs> too many choices. Yeah, too many choices. <laughs> and, and and like the fact that yeah, now Bethesda's games are all there. Uh Outriders is gonna be there. It's it's ridiculous. Ton of EA I, games. I I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah, a ton of EA games. Exactly. Oh, wow. And yeah. I, I finally got to play Jedi Fallen Fall Order, which Tom has been trying nice, to nice. tell me to play for Since launch. many, many months. <laughs> Since launch, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, I just beat that like a couple months. I was two two months ago. I think that was one of the on our first episodes. So yeah, then I got through that. Yeah. So it's, yeah, and it's a great game. Yeah. It is a great game. Finally, thank you for finally agreeing with me. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we, we we've uh, we've been what is this now? Eighteen. Well, we've only released fifteen of the episodes, I believe. 
you know, we got some stuff, a little surprises here and there. Probably episode 20 dropped something. Exciting stuff. So, yeah, the actual premise, though, of, of the show is that, and I like this because you're doing something very unique that I've not seen any other podcast do. And I know especially in the gaming space, like a lot of a lot of concepts are being repeated. Um, the idea that you're taking, yeah. you're basically pressing like a, a roulette yep. button, right? And a, a, a Game Pass game is being yep. selected for you, and for better or for worse, you're playing that game Absolutely. on the next episode, Absolutely. right? That's 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 <laughs> I how love we it. do it. Yeah. That that is yeah. how it goes. So you know, I, I guess my, my my big question about that is, you know, and you, you kind of alluded to this a little bit earlier, but like we've been talking about, the like Game Pass is just what people mm-hmm. are talking about right now, and there's just been an insane amount of almost like staggered news where they've been intentionally being yeah. like, okay, you know, here's the big Bethesda reveal, and oh, yeah. you thought we were done? Like, let's keep <laughs> let's keep going. We got we can yeah. do this all day. Um, that what, what's your take on just where Game Pass? has has evolved in the last year or so to where it is today it's games as a service right like we all understand that film has moved in this direction where like no who's buying blu-rays anymore (laughs) really right nobody (laughs) (laughs) sad trombone sound he's like i've got two movie podcasts that follow us on twitter that are about to send us an email you can send us an email that's okay we'll take the credit we'll take the blame (laughs) Yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> That's going to be your spinoff. It's going to be uh, one yeah. Blu-ray, one decision. Like, <laughs> But, you know, I guess Microsoft, in an attempt to swing the pendulum back in their favor after a lackluster competition against the PS4, right, needed to figure out a way to get the ball back in their court. And I think this was a really smart way to do that because you understand they tried when they were first launching the Xbox One to be like, we're going to do everything digital. And yeah. people really like rebelled against that. And we're like, whoa, pump the brakes. We don't all want to go to digital. Pump the brakes there. Whoa. But it was, they were right. Yeah. It's just they were maybe a few years too early. Yeah. yeah. And that yeah. and that that really hurts a lot of uh, just a lot of game mm-hmm. ideas in general. I mean, how many ideas, whether it's film or games or anything like that, that have come out and you're being and you've looked at it you know, 10 years afterwards, and you're like, this was really ahead of its time. Like, it's it's amazing that this even existed alongside. And, I, and one of the things I think about is the Sega, oh Sega Dreamcast, God. just how advanced it was so for the time. And it just came out at the wrong time, and it really hindered yep. – uh, the the progress of this console but we've seen xbox bounce back and in in an amazing way so are there any games out there that like you are you're hoping come into the rotation or are in the rotation that you're like come on rng give me gears five (laughs) big money no whammies (laughs) for myself well i hope to not play any scary games but you know, we've we've unfortunately had to. <laughs> so there's games you don't want to play. We've unfortunately had to play a couple of them. For me, I, I'm I'm uh, an equal opportunity player. I'll give it a chance. I will, and that's kind of the, yeah. the thing. Uh, I I tend to play more action oriented games, but you know, every once in a while, sure, I'll play a strategy game or something like that. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the the other part of it is like I get to play a game with my friend Tom here, and we get to talk about it. 
Yeah. Because we like playing games. So Yeah, definitely. Now I, I guess one question that I, I have to ask is I know that you guys have are, are looking at like what the what the roster is for games. Dur- literally at the end of an episode, like you're revealing, you know, there's kind of a live yeah. reaction to what the next game is gonna be. I know in the episode that I believe airs the same day that this episode airs, you'll have uh was it Void Bastards? Yes. Um is is the game that you'll be reviewing. And that was an interesting one because it's like one of you had played it. But the other one hadn't. But mm-hmm. you still respected the wheel. Mm-hmm. You said we're gonna, we're gonna, we're still make this happen. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, is there any game on there that you two have like mutually agreed on? Like, if it lands on this, it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> they can't see. They can't oh, see. They don't know. I don't know. I don't, they don't, I don't think we've had that conversation. Yeah. Okay. Because we, we hell we even played we played Russia Disney Pixar Adventure and you know yeah we did. <laughs> I liked Solid Rush. That was fun. <laughs> it was, uh, I mean, but it it wasn't something that I would I would go. I no. need to get Game yeah. Pass because I want to play Rush at Disney Pixar. Yeah, yeah, Thirty something year old men yeah. <laughs> playing this game for yeah. eight year olds, yeah. maybe. Guys, we need to stream this tonight. You get what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> this is not something that we. This is the big time. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but like. Uh, I mean, the stuff that's upcoming for sure. The Bethesda titles, I am, I'm hoping to give them a shot again. We did play Fallout seventy six. Oh, yeah. Didn't really like it because of just the amount of build up or whatever. The, the the setup of it was just in the hour, and that's the other thing actually that I wanted to. There's bring too up much too. West Virginia. Yeah, we, we understand <laughs> yeah. that. As as locals, we understand. <laughs> <laughs> we no, grew up in West Virginia, all. and we're gonna let you know. We, <laughs> We were like, this is the first of all, this is the perfect uh, setting for an apocalyptic yeah. event because it definitely would go down here. Second of all, yeah. I tried to move out of this place and now they're bringing me back bringing in it with back. Fallout 76. Oh, oh my <laughs> God. No, I mean, um, it's just that uh, Fallout 76, it, it is what it is. Like, it is, there's a lot of setup and I like the fact that we could play together, but it was just way too much like, hey, by the way, you need to do this now. It's like, I don't want to do that. I want to just go and shoot people or whatever <laughs> it is. Right? Yeah. No. But, um, but yeah, like the other stuff, like, uh, I mean, I, I did play Doom Eternal. That game was awesome. I would love oh, to play that nice. again. It was uh, literally white knuckle, dark skin. It was white knuckle, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like playing the game. I had to get Visine it's and an stuff expression. like that. Yeah, yeah, right. And Outriders, I kind of played the demo. I didn't really like the writing, but I like, I, I kind of like the concept of it. But you're so, not paying a dime for it, right? Exactly. Like if, if, if Game Pass is in your budget, like it, yeah. it's not like a oh I'm I'm out like I'm I'm SOL if I don't like it. Like yeah, it's a sixty dollar purchase. It would have been sixty dollars. Right. But it's just like oh this is mine. I get to you know and yeah eventually it's going to rotate out. But yeah. more than likely the average gamer is going to be you know done with the content by the mm-hmm. time that it rotates out. Yeah. But and that's yeah. that, that's actually a good question too because you guys your your rule is that you play the game for an hour, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I mean, right. like with Fallout seventy six, right? Like that's not a game that you can really put an hour into and feel like you got you anything put an done. Hour into character creation at that, <laughs> you're just like, and sure. we're not even started, and I'm done the hour. Well, what a fantastic game, Bethesda. <laughs> so yeah. I guess my question is: Are there any games like that where you feel like? Uh, maybe maybe like one hour isn't enough time or we need to like revisit it or give it more time or and do you cut it off at an hour do you just like is it like a solid hour like boom we're done yes like you're just like it's it's 100 we set a timer (laughs) and we say an hour and that's it we stop so i have an obnoxious 
alarm go off like over there. Oh, I love that it. I need to go deal with. <laughs> yes. Like in the morning, you know, yeah. with the alarm going off. Yeah. You can't reach it from your bed. You yeah. have to get up and you have to shut oh. it off. It reminds me of, you remember like back like when Walmart would have those, uh, those like displays to play like the newest games. And they yes. would intentionally put those like time, like hardware limits on there. Where like after 15 <laughs> minutes, it was like, "Hey, just, thanks for playing the demo," and I'll scram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I'll so, so Timmy can play yeah, yeah, Goldeneye, yeah. right? Because we both actually kind of did a little game design as well, like when we were going in college. Cool. The, I thought the idea of any game is you need to like that first hour. You have to like grab your audience, right? Yeah. Like you need to be able to show show the audience or your your player the basics of the game and at least tell them like, all right, as long as you know this stuff, the rest of the game will just build on from that point. Right. And then yeah. if that hour you can't pick it up or, or it's not, it's not fun, then it's like, what's the point of it? So that's, yeah. that's really what it was at least for me. And I'm, I'm, I'm assuming Tom agrees on that, but I, I know there are, there are of course <laughs> obsection, ups, uh, exceptions to the rule, but you know, unfortunately, that, that that is the hard limit that we give it. So we gotta stick yeah, to I it. I think the the idea that we we wanted to make a decision in yeah. an hour whether we wanted to keep playing the game or to stop playing the like, and this I think for me, right when that bell rings, I get a sense of like, oh man, right. I I wish I had another hour. Yeah, mm, or I get a sense of thank God. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've I've been checking for the last twenty minutes, yeah. and this hour would be up. <laughs> But if a game was like an absolute just bomb, like yeah. you are in it for an hour. Yeah. I'm there for an hour. That's Nick's Bal in Wonderland. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I can make through an hour. It's not that. fun. It's just not fun. I need to take the Dramamine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But yeah, yeah. you know, it's just I, the more that I like every week, it seems like, oh, this has got to be like the last time we're going to be talking about Game Pass for a while on the show. Yeah. And then just just bing, bang, boom. Like, you know, here, here you go. You know, yeah. oh, here's Octopath Traveler. Here's Undertale, <laughs> which I was just playing. And, yeah. you know, it, it's it's so cool. Like, I remember at, when at one point Game Pass was really more of just like a, hey, here's a perk of, of you know, uh, of adding a, a few bucks onto your monthly uh, subscription for Xbox Live Gold. And most of the games really weren't, you know, there was a AAA title here or there, but it was mm-hmm. mostly like smaller indie stuff and kind of arcade style games. Yeah. And now it's just like, it's it's really more the reason to, to subscribe than the actual gold, especially since they, they made the free to play games no longer require a gold subscription. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just been, it's been wild to see that transformation for Xbox and that clear pivot that they've been, they've been doing. Like I said, I mean, think about game pass in general, just the idea of, okay, if you're a parent out there and you, and your kid doesn't have a right. console and you wanted to spend, let's say, you know, $600 and be able to give them a whole, you know, uh, an extra controller, the Mm -hmm. console, and then some games to play. You could do that with Xbox. It would be harder to do that with any other console, you know, and have such the library of games that you, that you do with the game pass, because, you know, I was looking at Nintendo switch and I'm like, well, I want this game for Nintendo switch, this game for Nintendo switch and this game. And it's like, there's these list of like five games that I have to have if I get the, get the console. And then I'm like, 
well, man, now it's like $600 instead of like 300. Like I've got to spend, you know, all this money on all these games. And so for an extra, what is that? I think it's 120 bucks or something like that. You know, you get Xbox live gold plus, uh, the, you know, game pass ultimate, you know, whatever ultimate's price is. And then you get this huge library. And I mean, I was, I was just searching throughout the library last night just to see what they had, man, they've added some, some sleepers in there too. They got like five nights at Fred. Ready? One, two, three, four, and five, I think. Yeah. So you're going to have a hard time trying to skip some of the scary yeah. games because they keep oh, sneaking them in there. Well, I know. You get like three episodes in a row where it's like, oh, it's, it's Five Nights at Freddy's 2. <laughs> the RNGs is going to go through all of them. Freddy's 1, 2, 3. Oh, man. Might as well just go through all of them at this yeah. point. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I mean... I, we actually got in on the deal for Game Pass when it was like a dollar, oh, and nice. so nice. it was. It, it, in in fact, that made it even like that much better for us. It was like, oh, hey, yeah. cool, we get to play all these different games. And, and like you're right, like the the library has grown so much, and I don't think that team has stopped. It is not going to stop. And yep. to your point, though, Bruno, with the yeah, you you can get a kid an Xbox and all that stuff right now. And get all the games. The problem is, I have kids, and they all they only want to play Spider Man. So <laughs> I can't, I can't. So you gotta get them a PlayStation yeah, Five. So You're I, like, I oh man. To, so yeah, it's <laughs> I like oh, God. I was like, all right, all right, you get the PlayStation. I'll stick with my Game Pass here or whatever. But it's <laughs> it is it is uh, it is tough when they when they are so attached to particular IPs. Well, Tom, Chris, listen, it was really great having you on the show. We we love listening to it. It's one of my go tos. I love the format. I love how quick the the episodes yep. are. It's easy to get through and and it's very informative because I think anybody yep. that yep. is uh, a, a, a potential Game Pass subscriber or an active one, it's a great educational tool to be like, hey, is this yeah. going to be really worth my time? Um, for anyone that's kind of a, a time-budgeted gamer. So totally. uh, keep up the yeah. awesome work. We are fans and our listeners. Please check them out. Um, they are they are a great podcast um, and definitely yeah. uh, will appreciate that support. So thanks so much for coming on the show, guys. Yeah, thank you guys for having us here. Really appreciate it. And we're back. And Bruno, it was good to have you in on that that interview because you know you're you're definitely the Game Pass guy, like we said in the in the in the interview there. That you're kind of the advocate for uh, to really anybody as to like the use case and why why somebody would oh, yeah. want it. I know if you were a door to door salesman and you came you came to my doorstep uh, trying to trying to sell it that way, I'd I'd be oh my god, take my money, please. Like let's go. Oh yeah, yeah. Sign oh yeah. Me up. I'd be I'd, I'd open up the briefcase and then i'd be like do you see this plethora of games right here show me how many games this you is have. only a fraction yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is only a fraction of what the xbox game pass can offer you uh <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's definitely um something that xbox has has clearly invested in and we can see where playstation is is investing their their time and effort in with exclusive ips and where xbox is kind of going and i and i did see a tweet that that phil spencer said that he does have plans for more exclusive ips coming to xbox time will tell so yeah. they microsoft is is isn't going any anywhere right. and like the like the guy said um you know regarding xbox one you know we didn't get as much out of the xbox one as as i felt like playstation 4 uh 
uh, fans did. You know, play, PS4 was clearly outsold uh, Xbox last generation, and that's fine. Xbox 360 did previously, and you know, was an amazing console as well. So there's always going to be this this tug of war between Sony and Microsoft. And um, at the end of the day, you know, for for our listeners out there, I own both consoles. Yeah. So you know, it, for me, it's it's really about just playing great video games and having an access to great video games. And I really, really want if if like if you could if I could sit down with the the Sony execs and say, here, guys, here's here's what's going to bring me on board, because I know that I hold a lot of weight in the gaming community <laughs> right. and listeners hang on every word to decide what they're going to do. And I'm going to tell you, <laughs> if you want the Xbox community back, what you need to do is implement all those games, PS1, 2, 3, all on some type of, you know, PlayStation Pass that we can have. And just start porting them over. Yeah. I don't know who you need to hire. If you need to get the guy from the Grand Theft Auto thing to get his his butt in there, you know, <laughs> hackers of the world unite. Yes, because that is if that's what it takes to get like a PS a PlayStation emulation, because that's essentially what it was, right? right. That's how it started. Yeah. Like it, some guy out there was like, oh, "I'm going to make an Xbox emulator," and he made an Xbox emulator, and then Xbox was like, "Hey, we're yeah, working on the that. same thing." Oh, only in- internally yeah. yeah and so internally they worked on it released it and then they're like hey see it all those games run on our xbox 360 emulator they playstation can do that yeah. come on we know they can there's smart people over there yeah. smart people so That's right. i want to see it for, i want to see it from playstation i want to see it from everybody i know uh, nintendo will never do it because they'll just re resell it they're like we're it's coming back and here it is yeah, they come re here for, for only a little bit too because yeah. i I believe yesterday was the day that the last day to get your hands on uh, Super Mario All Stars, Super Mario yeah, 3D All Stars. Well, I think there's enough. Remember? There's enough physical copies out there where if you really wanted to get it, it's not going to be a problem. It's just that's yeah. a, that's a rant for another day. But I think one thing that we can agree on, Bruno, you know, and and all fans can agree on, is that uh, Tom and Chris are going to have a lifetime's worth of content if they want it because they're only doing one game per week on the show. And I mean, like, how many games <laughs> right. are on Game Pass now? And it's always rotating. So um, it's going to be all, like I said, all five nights at Freddy's. So there you go. That's half, nearly half the year just on them. Yeah. Yeah. You got help if they get more than more than a couple of those in a row. But they, they, they respect the wheel, man. They respect the wheel. And I respect that. Yeah. I yeah I do too but uh, do yeah too. awesome idea for a podcast and definitely check them out give them some love and like we said the description uh, to get to their podcast on Spotify but also their uh, Twitter account will be on the description for this episode so that's going to about do it for us today again everybody thanks so much for supporting us make sure if you'd like to support us even further you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash quit the build where you will get access to all sorts of great subscriber perks including having shout outs at the end of the episode for from Smoker Lady Irma herself, uh, as featured yeah. in, our, in our, uh, our anchor ad, but also she's excited to do it. Oh, it's 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 something. You're gonna you're gonna feel real special when she calls your name out. Um, but also, uh, you get if you go to the higher tiers, you get access to 
uh, some limited edition uh, Pierce Unlimited uh, Pop Art Vault merchandise that you can't get anywhere else. Very cool spread this month that you can still subscribe to Tier 2 and 3 and get those. And also, of course, access to our Nostalgia Vault. Now, of course, Bruno, we did release that special surprise last weekend um, as, a, as a thank you to our, uh, to our amazing listeners for being so supportive. We couldn't believe how quickly we got to that 1,000 uh, download milestone. Um, that uh, our, yeah. our way say, of, of saying thank you to them, we released that episode so you can listen to that now. And if you think like, hey, that's something that I'm, 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 I'm into, you know, something beyond gaming and talking more just about kind of 90s nostalgia um, that millennials like us are so fond of, then uh, definitely consider that any tier that you subscribe to on Patreon will get you access to those monthly episodes um, for even more content from you and me. And that's what we really want, right? Man. More content from yeah, us. Yeah, we're just, <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, we, not only do we want to provide more content from you, but we want you guys to join our growing community. Every week we have more people that are following us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and we've got an awesome YouTube that you you can subscribe to and get all of our uh, podcast episodes and awesome highlight clips from the best parts of each podcast, yes. which is really awesome. You can join our Discord and talk to other like-minded folks there and you can check out our website quitthebuild.com there's a blog section on there and a community page where you can check out all of the latest merchandise we got martinsburg earth ploppers we got squag that's squad swag and we've got a brand new political t-shirt for Galileo Humpkins and Humphrey Springleaf have decided to throw their hat in the ring for the 2024 presidential race. And I got to tell you, with a whole platform revolved around stimulating the economy by bringing back beloved 90s snacks, what could go what wrong? What could go wrong? Nick? I mean, just on the name alone. <laughs> I'm like I, I don't care. Like if, if I see them as like a uh, as like a third party candidate on the ticket, I'm done. Thank you. Yep, it's not even going to be the Green Party. It's just going to be the Party Party because that's what we know we're going to get from Humpkins and Springleaf. I mean, they they like I, I'm telling you, there's a frat out there somewhere, and these two guys in their earlier years. This was before you know. This was yeah. this was in their Brett Kavanaugh days. Oh, and they just. <laughs> They decided they're like, "Yay, where's where's Humpkins and Springleaf at? Get them in here, kick stand, yeah, bro." That's right. I'm telling you, these are these are the guys that you want to share a bush latte with. A bush um, latte. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a shout out to you, betcha, or uh, you betcha podcast yeah. uh, out there. But man, I am just so excited to do uh, to do an awesome show with you, buddy. It's been an amazing episode, and we always have some amazing things to talk about. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. Um, be sure to check us out uh, wherever podcasts are heard, and subscribe to us on where whichever platform form you prefer it really does help us out uh until next time do you have anything else for the for the folks at home i got nothing you got nothing i i got something for okay. you <laughs> here it is for nick i'm bruno and for bruno i'm nick peace out what it do